Welcome to Thriving Through Menopause. I'm your host, Clarissa Christensen, an international menopause expert, author, and speaker. I help women go from feeling uncertain, uncomfortable, and struggling to experiencing a new sense of confidence, freedom, and vitality. My own story mirrors that of thousands of women that I have connected with through writing my book, speaking engagements, and coaching. Like you, I felt unprepared, unsupported, and at times dismissed by family, employers, and even doctors. That's why I created this podcast as a place of advocacy, offering facts, resources, and a community where you can become more empowered to take control of your menopause journey. Join us each week as we dive into honest, open, raw conversations on the topics that matter deeply to menopausal midlife women. From our changing bodies to our relationships, to dealing with menopause and aging at work and in society. My mission is to help you to tap into our collective wisdom so you can emerge more powerful, wiser, not just older, thriving and ready to embrace wholeheartedly the next chapter in your life. So welcome to another episode of Thriving Through Menopause. I'm your host, Clarissa Christensen. And I think this is a very appropriate conversation that we are going to have as we start 2021. And that is really about how can we focus, become the CEO of our lives and really move forward, free up time. And maybe if we're in business or even if we're employed, make more money, get better results. And I'm so delighted today to be joined by somebody who is I think an expert in helping others to become a CEO of their lives. She's a coach and the founder of AmazeYourself.com. Welcome, Yvonne Dam. Hello, Parisha. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure. And it's interesting in this day and age that we have never met physically, but we have met each other virtually through LinkedIn and then with our mutual friend, Jenny Ma. Yes, Yes, I, I, it's, it's so, I like that actually, that it feels like we know each other quite well, although we haven't physically met. Yeah, it's amazing. And I think that's, that's an interesting part of the whole new world of making these connections with people, which is great. I mean, it's much bigger than we might have done otherwise. True. Yes. Yes. But let me talk a little bit more about you and the work you do. Tell me a little bit about how you came to be a coach and start your work, Amaze Yourself. Um, Well, I have been in the corporate world for 25 years and um, I have been pursuing previous various careers, so to say. So I started in finance, I've done HR, consultancy, change management. Um, And I always worked at large multinationals where the culture was work, work, work. You're always working, basically, even when you're off, you're still on your phone, you know, you get the feeling. And um, I actually, I, at a certain point in time, I had two jobs and that was a bit much, I must say. So I decided I'm going to cut back on some of the tasks at hand and see what happens. Well, nothing much happened. And I cut back more and more until I really only focused on the core activities that gave me the best results. And I was so amazed and actually a bit annoyed, to be honest, as well, because I had been working all these years so hard. And now I found like the solution. And um, 
I really loved it. So I thought this is what more people need to know. And that's, that's how I started my own business, Amaze Yourself, to, to get people to understand it's all what you focus on that will get you the results. That's very, very true. And I think today it, we feel overloaded, don't we? Yes. There's so much going on. And, and to be honest, a lot, of, um, a, a lot is asked of us as well. And it's more what we do with those questions, whether we honor them or whether we choose something else. Well, that's true. And I think sometimes we feel under pressure, as you said, with working all hours, we don't switch off, that it's quite hard, isn't it, to know what should I ignore and what shouldn't I? It is. And, and it's also in most cultures these days, it is almost, you know, um, seen as something people need to say. So I'm busy. How are you? Not I'm fine, but it's more like, oh, I'm so busy because only then you're seen as successful. Um, and I think that's why it's not an easy thing to switch off and to, to, you know, to choose you basically over the work or the questions that are asked from you. Um, but that's, and that's where my business comes in because people find it so hard and we're so used to working all the time that it's quite difficult to do it on your own. And you rather need someone to help you to get there because it's like physically doing something, but it's also the mindset shift that is imperative. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think that you're saying, I'm so busy and that every woman who listens to this podcast will be going, yeah, that's me. I'm so busy. And somebody once said to me, and I love your viewpoint on this, that sometimes we fill up every space in our calendar to make ourselves look as if we are worthy or important or, you know, someone's going to say, wow, they're so busy. So they must be doing a good job. Did, did you encounter that, Yvonne? Yes, yes, very much so. And I must be honest, sometimes when I work with people in the corporate world, I also tell them to, um, for instance, if they need to do something privately, to mark it in their calendars as well. Not so much to give that busy look, but more to claim the time that otherwise could be scooped up by somebody putting um, um, you know, a meeting in your calendar. But it's definitely so that most of us feel that we, you know, only matter if we have a, a complete full calendar and we say, oh, we're back to back, you know. It's it, even on LinkedIn, you can see it now. Everybody's like, like talking about endless Zoom meetings. And I'm always wondering, well, if that's so annoying to you, why do you do them? You don't have to do them or you don't have to do them for a full hour. You can always, you know, reduce the time so that you have some time for yourself as well. Yeah, and I think those are valuable points, putting in spare your other activities into your diary because it's very easy, as I well know from my own experience of working corporate, that if you don't put it in there, somebody will put a meeting in there because there's a space. Yeah. And my first day when I came to work in Australia at Coca-Cola, uh, they said, oh, we're going out for lunch. And I went, oh, that's nice. And then I said, I'm really sorry, I can't come on the lunch because now my boss has made a meeting at lunchtime. And everybody just laughed and went, oh, welcome to Coca-Cola South Pacific. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it happens a lot. And that's, and that's why we need to start claiming time. But then, and it's an interesting one, I'm, I'm 
So let's say you would have claimed the time and your boss would have called you and he would want the meeting with you. Would you still go to the lunch or would you go for the meeting with your boss? I probably on the first day would have gone for a meeting <laughs> with my boss because I wanted to make a good impression, didn't I? But, yeah. Yeah. But I, but I think it is hard as well to say, sorry, I've got lunch here or I'm going to the gym because we feel we have to apologize for our personal lives. True. Yeah. And, and that's the other thing. I, you know, when I coach people in the corporate world, I say to them, call it something else. You don't have to, you know, um, acknowledge what you're doing. Just say meeting or time blocked off. Um, because otherwise you can even have time blocked off. And then somebody says, oh, you're just going to the gym. Well, my meeting is more important. So you can avoid that battle by simply not showing what's in your calendar um, and still blocking the time. True. I mean, a lot of people will say, well, I do have too little time. What are some of your tips for people who say, I just don't have enough time? How do they even begin in that process? Yeah, well, it's um, um, it's a feeling, right? That's first of all, we always feel we don't have enough time. So what works best if you really ask yourself, what is it? And this time is excellent. What is it that I want to achieve? And it doesn't really matter whether you're, um, you know, um, you're staying at home, whether you are in a corporate world, whether you have your own business, but there's always something you want out of life, out of your career. So let's say um, you want 10 more, uh, 10 new clients. You know, that's a very practical goal. You want that. Now, there's a lot to do around attracting those clients. There's emails, presentations. And, and a lot of other things I don't even mention right now. Then ask yourself, okay, so what does give me the direct results to get those clients? So what I need to do is I need to reach out to prospects, set up meetings and meet with them. Now, if you make it that easy, it becomes very clear what your priorities should be to get to those goals. And everything else comes on the back burner. Meaning, if you're really pressured for time, you simply don't do it because it doesn't help you to achieve your goal. And here's where it often goes wrong. Even people who have very specific goals, they are easily persuaded if somebody asks them for help or to do something that they will also take that on board. And that's when the time pressure occurs. Yes. And I think that as particularly women, we say yes, because there's a bit about being nice. You know, mm -hmm. we don't want to look like we're difficult or obstructive. So we do, we say yes, when we should be saying no. So a lot of what you're saying is also about boundaries, isn't it? It's very much about boundaries, yes. And what I always like to say is I totally understand that we, you know, um, like to help others and there's definitely nothing wrong with that it's actually a very beautiful thing but the best way to help others is to take care of yourself first because only if you are feeling good you can do good to others whereas if you're tiring yourself out there's not a lot of you to give so if anything take care of you before you start helping others and you will see that others will be more helped because you have more to give. Yes, yes. And I think that sometimes we don't realize that, do we? We think that oh, I'm being helpful, I'm being supportive, 
But in fact, it's eating into time that we should be using, not just for the key things we're working on, but for ourselves. Yes. I would say part of your goal setting or part of what you want out of life would be definitely taking care of you. That's definitely a priority because all else depends on that. Yes, exactly. And, you know, how do we then get focus? Because that's one of the hardest things, I think. I think in principle, we all understand. But in practice, setting boundaries and becoming focused is quite hard, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. So setting um, um, setting boundaries is, is really, it's a couple of things. First of all, it's like you already said, saying no more often, meaning If I want to say yes to myself, sometimes I need to say no to someone else. But setting boundaries really, really helps. And just as soon as you start communicating them, it becomes more easy. Like, um, you know, you have to leave work at six because you want to go to the gym. As soon as you put that in your calendar or as soon as you start communicating to people, people will understand, okay, yeah, after six, I can't reach out to Clarissa because she's gone. And and it seems like sometimes it's often in our head, oh, we can't do that. Whereas if you make it a habit, oh, no, I'm gone, then it's actually more common and people will take that into account. So boundaries can be tough at first, but they become easier over time. Now, the other thing with focus is also to really, really make it all more simple because we are often busy with so many different things. And not even the things we like that much, but a lot of things. And if you really boil it down to what you want to work on, it becomes easier to focus as well. So I'm a very much um, believer in implementing others to help you. So, for example, I don't like um, my bookkeeping at all. It's the easy example, perhaps, but I that's the first thing I've outsourced. And there's always different tasks that other people love to do that you don't that free up your time and get you to focus yeah that's very true and i was actually um talking to a very good friend of mine in in a group of women and she was saying you know those are the things the things you don't like outsource them and she actually said that if you don't have the money to outsource them which is often an issue for people starting out in business, then you can create an email and give it a name that's not yours, she said, and farm it out over there and say, Robin at Gmail is doing this. It's you that's doing it. But somehow you've stepped away until you can afford to outsource it. And so we don't prevaricate around it because I think some of the reasons we don't have time as well, isn't it, is because we procrastinate and go on about it and we make it hard because Like you, I outsource my accounts because I don't like doing them and I'm not very good at them. Yes, and and I I you you can't see me obviously, but I was nodding when you spoke about procrastination because I think we all do it. And the one thing that um there's a great tip that I've got that really works well. So if you have been procrastinating or you know that you're currently procrastinating, um Say to yourself, okay, the first thing I'm going to do tomorrow morning is my whatever you're procrastinating on. Now, start your day 
doing exactly that. So don't open social media, don't open email or whatever else. Just start with that one thing you need to do. And then promise yourself, I can't do anything else until I'm done. That's the best way to start your day. It's also the best day to work away all those things you are behind on. And I'll promise you, because you start fresh, because it's the first thing you will do, you will feel more productive than ever and you will get it done quicker. I like that. I really like that, Yvonne, because, yes, there are things that we just don't like doing, but we have to do because, yeah, I mean, you have to do your accounts or you have to do some of them because that's the law. And those of us who live in Europe know that there are a lot of rules <laughs> around those things that you have to pay your staff. You have to do your payroll. You have to answer your emails. There are millions of things that we have to do. And even if we have a VA or whatever in our business, we still have to actually speak to that person and instruct that person because they don't do that. So yes, I love that tip because it's about getting things out of the way when we're fresh in the morning and moving on. And I know you've recently published a book on how to improve work-life balance with 50 proven tips. Tell me a little bit more about that. Well, um, it's actually, this is my number one tip I just gave you. So there you go. Um, and it's a, it's a book that is really written for people who don't have time and who want more time and aren't looking for, you know, I don't know about you, but I've got, I'm looking at them. I've got books stacked up, you know, being aching to be read and I just don't have the time. I don't find the time. So this book is really written for people who don't have time. So it's very practical and got a lot of tips. Now, the tips I use in my business and I've been coaching my clients and when they use them, they really, really pay off. Um, and the way it's written is that even if you buy it, you don't get time to read it because that's what happens. I know, you know, everybody is, is similar. Then the end of the book is like three pages where it helps you to implement the tips straight away. So you will see the results after one week of implementing them. So even if you don't have time, you get the benefit out of it. And it's just, it works like a charm. The people who work with it, they were really very um, happy with the results because it is practical, it's to the point, and it works. I like that. And it's obviously something that you've proven through coaching with your clients over the years. Yes, yes. 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 And I and I just love that. And we'll obviously put a link to the book in the notes of the show so people who are interested can get that. And I like that there's like the back three, three or so pages that you can yes. sort of get. <laughs> that, that's sort of ideal for people who don't have time. And yes, I think we've all got lots of books we keep saying we're going to read or even courses people start and never oh. finish. <laughs> we're True. experts at yes. all of those. <laughs> But one of the tips I know that you shared when you and I uh, met with Jenny Ma, who's a good friend of ours from New York, was the most impactful actions. And I have been implementing those since we did that workshop in 2020. But I'd love you to share a little bit about those because they made a big difference to me. Oh, I'm delighted to hear that. Thank you. Yes. So what I do myself and what I teach my clients to do as well is 
Um, when you wake up in the morning, even before you open your phone or your calendar or what have you, you ask yourself, okay, so what are my three, no more than three, my three most impactful actions of the day? And this boils down to the focus. So what is it you want to achieve? And what can I do today that brings me closer to achieving it? And that's the things you start with. So it's the three most impactful actions. They don't have to be big, um, but they have to be impactful. They need to give you the results that you're looking for. And when you do that constantly, it will help you to focus and you will see the results coming in and you will feel great because you're getting the results you're after instead of doing a lot of things that might not contribute, but you feel you have to. These are the things that you know that make a difference and make an impact. Yeah, and I can tell the listeners that they have made a huge impact for me to do these. So every morning I do exactly as you said. I write down three things that I know uh, that I will move me closer to any goal I have. And I know that if I've done those three, that I've somehow made progress. And it's amazing, you know, sort of whether it's to prepare a presentation or whether I've done that towards something, you know, like, I don't know, maybe I have to do a podcast interview or I'm going to do something personal because I included some personal goals in yes. there as well. Because I felt that if I put one down, whether that was I'm going to meditate or I'm going to go to yoga and this is a personal health goal, then I'm going to do those. Yes. And it's absolutely, honestly, I can say to the listeners that it has moved my business and the way I live my life so much forward after lots of having lots of resolutions, which are very kind of topical at this time of year, a really simple three most important actions for the day. Unbelievable. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah. And you're right. You you should include personal things as well. And because, you know, it's important. And that's what, what we spoke about earlier. Make yourself a priority. So I love that that it has helped you. And you're right. If you put down going to yoga or doing my yoga exercise today, you will because you know you're going to benefit from it. Yeah. And, and I would absolutely say the fact that it's just three makes it manageable and much more an manageable than having a big to-do list yes. where generally there's this huge list of tasks that you're just ticking off and somewhere you never you never put yourself on that one no you, you fall off there you're yeah right. true <laughs> because it then gets longer and nobody wants that so then you just focus on the boring things and you get you know it it works counterintuitive almost Yes, or or you have a to do list, but there are always things that are of that you have in addition to the three most impactful ones. But if they fall off the list, well, that doesn't matter so much as long as you've hit those three. Yes, yeah, great. That's a great great tip. One of the things I know you're very focused on with business people is around results and how people through focus can well double their results. Tell us a little bit more about those, Yvonne. Yeah, um, so it's it's a it, it's an interesting story because I am very much um, a fan of getting people more time and getting them to take care of themselves more. But what I found is that business owners um, are interested in that, but only once they have made a certain threshold with their 
income. Only when they feel they make enough money are they open to get more time and really enjoy that. And um, I also found that, and I think this is across all industries, um, and I mean business owners, but also um, people in corporate jobs, is that people are so busy with everything um, that they barely get enough done. And I don't, I mean this in a very polite and respectful way. But again, when you boil it down to, okay, so what's my ideal client? What's the service that I really love to sell and I'm great at and also makes me money? How can I then deliver that in the most easiest way that I know works for me to that ideal client? And how much do I need to sell per month to get to my desired income? If you really break it down in those simple steps, then it becomes so easy to run your business and to make the money that it's indeed possible to double your turnover straight away. I see that happening with my clients again and again. And yeah, I simply love it because for me, it means that once they've done that, then they allow themselves to outsource, to automate, to get more time and finally enjoy the merits of their work. Exactly. And I, I love that, that that's the goal, because the goal isn't just to double your money. The goal is definitely to actually make more ability to outsource, to free up time. And that's time, isn't it, for creativity, which might create more money, but it's also time to take more care of ourselves. Yes. Because if we're running on empty, we don't actually succeed at all. No, no, and especially as a business owner, you are most of the time the business starts and ends with you. So you definitely need to take, you know, care of yourself. Exactly. I love that. And I love that you could make simple steps towards really improving your business and improving your life. Yeah. So let me ask you a little question. I mean, if that is the tips why is change so hard then Yvonne where do people <laughs> find it so hard because you we, you're talking about things that are really simple like the three most impactful and finding ways to easily and simply double your results but why is the change from being over busy so hard well there are there are various reasons I think one of the reasons is that we are led to believe that we have to work hard Remember when you went to school, only you have to work hard to get great results, right? Um, you're, um, um, it's on television. The most successful people don't. I heard somebody say rich people don't sleep. And I thought, oh, wow. <laughs> What's the point in being rich then? Um, it's, it's ingrained in our culture. It's ingrained in our upbringing. It's ingrained in the education we get. We often so hear that we really have to work hard. We have to hustle. And then, you know, uh, we'll get the results, we'll get more impact, we'll get more money. So that's, that's a very important thing that even when we are able to let go of some of the work we need to do, we don't really want to because we have been told over and over again that that's not a good thing. So the difficulty lies in that we actually have to shift our mindset and it's what happens with a lot of my clients when they finally have an evening off or they go away for the weekend, they feel guilty 
because they're like, yeah, but I should work. So it's, it's that part that's difficult. And, and that's why I, why I coach people. It's not so much thinking up of the strategy, which in itself, you know, you said it, it, it's quite straightforward, but it's the implementation and the shift in your mindset to make it a sustainable thing and to really, you know, it's not a once off, it's not a lucky shot, but it's ingrained and the basis for my more profitable and more scalable business. Yes. And how often or how long, should I say, does it take for somebody to see that shift in their mindset and that flows through to their habits? Um, it depends per person, but they see the re- when we work together, they receive the results often after the first coaching session already. So that brings the shimmer of hope. <laughs> um, but with the shimmer of hope also come in the doubts like, yeah, but this was just a lucky shot. I'm not sure. So it takes up to, I would say, three months. That's the period we work together for them to fully embrace it and fully see, yes, this is truly um going to stay and I can do this myself because it's not my intention to stay with someone all the way through. My intention is that the mindset changes come in to stay so people can actually see themselves the improvements they can make. So they say in general it takes 31 days for a mindset shift to change, but I know that it takes a bit longer when something is so deeply ingrained in your DNA. Yeah. I mean, I've heard more like 66 days to really shift a habit. And maybe that was you that posted that on LinkedIn, but I've heard that in other places too, that it, it, we can make some changes in about three or four weeks, but to have them as part of who we are, as part of our new DNA, that takes a bit longer. Yes. Definitely. So Yvonne, if you had to give somebody who is listening to this three key tips to help them get on the journey to being the CEO of their life, what would they be? So I would definitely say make yourself a priority. And that's for a reason, number one, because that it starts and ends with you. So make yourself a priority, take good care of you um, and, and really start there. The second one is to focus like a proper CEO you have to focus on what you want to bring it into reality, whether it's in your business, whether it's in a corporate environment or in your life, make sure that you focus on what you want. And often this is quite hard because what you want may not necessarily align with what people around you think you need, but this is where the fun starts as well. And then lastly, um, I would definitely say, when you make yourself a priority, when you focus and you work with the most impactful actions, bring back the fun and the joy in life because that's what really is going to help you to make this sustainable. I love that. And I particularly love the last tip because I think it's something that gets very easily forgotten that we're working so hard, we forget the fun part. Yes. I love that. Yvonne, how can people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about the work you do, get your book or start working with you? Um, the best way is to go to my website or send me an email. And my website is amaze with a Z um, hyphen yourself.com. 
And if you want to send me an email, it's the same. It's just Yvonne at amaze-yourself.com. That's wonderful. Yvonne, you've shared some really great practical tips here. And I think anybody who thinks that they're too busy and can't make time to focus and have fun and prioritize themselves, your book and your advice is wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing this with my listeners. Thank you for having me. It was a true pleasure. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening. If you have loved or liked this episode, then I would be deeply grateful if you would head over to iTunes and give it a five-star rating. My mission is to reach as many women as possible, menopausal midlife women who may be feeling alone and asking questions. Why do I feel this way? Thriving Through Menopause is all about a community and our collective wisdom. You matter to me. Your feedback, opinions and stories matter to me and I would love to hear from you so drop me an email clarissa at clarissachristiansen.com I genuinely want your feedback and your ideas on the topics that you would like to hear more of on this podcast and if you are a woman who feels that they are struggling alone through menopause and you need more support pop over to my website clarissachristiansen.com you can find free resources And you can book a one-to-one discovery call with me. Let's start conversation. Thank you once again for listening. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.